And the Oscar goes to... All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're finally here. We've been trying to get this thing going for months now, and the first one is always the hardest. But here we are, and it's podcast time. I'm Jamal. I'm here with Alec, Jonathan, and we're just we're just gonna have some fun, man. We're gonna talk about films. We're gonna talk about cinema, which is films. Cinema is, 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 is mm-hmm. on God. Oh, that's what that's what we're on, people. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about TVs, Minions: The Rise of Gru. We're talking about everything here, man. Anything and everything. Buttholes. Sometimes I don't know. Buttholes might come up. Talk about anything, everywhere, and all at once. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh yes, that's a movie that came out this year. Just in case oh. you didn't know. <laughs> Mark my words. It's going to be something nominated in Oscar. It has to be. Something Oscar nominated. I'd be surprised. It's pretty out there. Mm-hmm. But I would like it for it to be nominated for something or anything. That's what I'm saying. Like something. Anything. Anything. Everything. I guess we'll find out, man. So, Alec. Yes. What do you do? Uh, I'm a filmmaker. I'm a... I'm I'm a director, editor, writer. Yeah, that's what all I do right now. I'm editing my own my own short film called uh, "Going Up." Mm. That should be due out sometime later this year. And I'm also f- editing another project called "Positive." Oh, because he's positively. I, I didn't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm positively good. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, what made you want to make movies and stuff? Uh, back when I was way younger, like one of the first movie experiences I ever had was watching Spider-Man back in 2002. Like I shouldn't even be able to remember that because I was like four or five years old at at that point. But, uh, yeah, I remember that watching that very vividly and my parents would take me to the movies like pretty much every weekend to like just check out something, maybe like whatever new superhero movie or like Pixar movies coming out. Nice. And then, like, yeah, and then we had a bunch of movies here at home, laser discs and stuff like that. I watched those a lot. People, he just dropped a laser disc. <laughs> for, uh, I was just gonna say, like that that word, just like hey, like for young for young people that don't know what laser discs are, they're basically DVDs but bigger. <laughs> like they're about as. Big at the side of like a, a pizza. Oh. Like a whole pizza. And uh yeah, and you put him in a laser disc player and sometimes you gotta like flip the movie flip the disc around so you can watch the rest of the movie. 
Because back in the day, they didn't have that much data <laughs> on their disc. They're like floppy disks. <laughs> a- another thing kids won't know. They're like, what the yeah. hell? Is <laughs> it's a floppy disk. Exactly. <clears throat> but yeah, then uh, so yeah, I watched a bunch of movies. I made little tiny films uh, when I was a kid. and uh, then I, But then I didn't really take it seriously that much. So then I watched uh, the film Drive, you know. Remember Drive 2011 mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Ryan Gosling? Uh, like that was like the first movie where I really noticed uh filmmaking happening because the whole like the first ten minutes or so like silent. Like there's like, you know, sound effects and stuff, but mm-hmm. there's like um there's no like real dialogue and it's all visual and like based off of the editing. I was like that that like really caught me off guard. I was like, Wow, that's like I'm really noticed like I'm really noticing the filmmaker here. So that really just got me interested in like making my own films pretty much. Nice. Yeah. And so what's uh what's your goals, man? What do you, uh, you want to do when you grow up? Oh, when I grow up, <laughs> the mere age of twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just want to direct like feature films. Like I always wanted to make a feature film. Haven't done that yet. Like the closest I've gone to making like a long film is like a documentary I made for my cross country team, which is yeah. very good. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. check that out on YouTube. Oh. My channel Repugnant Riddles Productions. <laughs> Cheap quick, plug. quick plug right there. Cheap plug. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then uh but yeah, I like to make a feature film like someday, like do some of my own personal work on like maybe work on a big budget film or like a Marvel movie. Like like I've always wanted to work on a Fantastic Four movie, but I know they're doing that right now, so I probably won't be able to work on that one. But, but you maybe can, the sequel. I was gonna say you could do Fantastic Five. <laughs> the B movie, <laughs> <laughs> a little parody action, right? There. My, my twenty thousand dollar Fantastic Four film <laughs> made in my garage. <laughs> but yeah, just like yeah, I'm writing, direct my own feature films. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Jonathan, writer and director. I would like, yeah, I'm there. I'll say those are my expertise. Mm-hmm. I edit somewhat, but I don't like editing that much, so. I'm in the writing and like directing aspect. All right. What are what are your goals? Um, same, you know, be able to write something and then like being able to see it produced, not like so I want to be able to write something, send it off to like Hollywood, they make it whether it be like a snippet of what I wrote cuz I know oftentimes a lot of writers say that like when you write something and they buy it off of you or whatever, like they change it up completely and it's nothing what you wrote, but it's like, you know, same concept or something they took they took and got inspired of so that's one second is to be able to direct and write my own thing um and like also i want to like executive produce eventually as well um that's what i've seen a lot of like directors do once they like kind of like retire or whatever but definitely want to write and and um produce and uh direct a lot of like my um own films and stuff as well uh, or other films and um and also want to get into tv as well like shows and series and all that I really like that right now oh Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm kind of the same. Like I, I like to write. I started out as an editor back in, like back in high school. Mm-hmm. I was working on like Windows Movie Maker, and I would just burn DVDs of stuff. I was like, oh, this kind of this is kind of fun. And then um, me and my friends made a uh, made like a Jackass type movie. It's called Sav. Stupid ass videos. <laughs> uh, it's it's greatest hits. It was amazing. 
Sad forever. Yeah, you know, I got that shit tattooed on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tramp stamp. Um, but t- then I went back to school in 2016, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about. And that's when, like, I kind of started writing. Um, and I was like, oh, this is this is kind of fun. And so I think for me, like, writing and editing, directing is cool. But I think, I think writing is probably more where I want to be at. But I'm also thinking about trying acting. Uh, I like being in front of the camera. I think it's fun. So, and then for me, my goals is having my own TV show and having people sitting at home streaming it, binge watching my shit. So. Like stranger Watch things. that shit. Mm. So <laughs> like super stranger things. <laughs> Weird shit. Strangey mm. things. <laughs> Weird shit. <laughs> That's gonna be the name of just weird shit. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, you know who you remind me of uh Jamal? When you said you would like to direct but act in your movies or wait, wait let me guess, let me guess. Spike Lee. Mm, kinda, but Oh, I thought it's because I'm black. No, I was going to say, uh, uh, I would never say that. (laughs) I was going to say Clint Eastwood. No, 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 no. I was going to say, uh, like low key Taika Waititi because he like writes, but he Mm. also like directs and he also like, it's not like a star or anything like uh, Clint Eastwood. Um, but I guess kind of like Spike Lee as well, but like he, those little like funny bits and pieces, like yeah. he's not like super involved, but he like yeah. he likes to play supporting parts. Yeah, supporting films. parts or yeah. like you know little tit bits in here and there. Because um, I think I even like read somewhere or like he said it that um, when they hired him to do Thor Ragnarok, uh, and like that he's like do whatever you want with it, and they gave him the script or whatever. He rewrote like some parts so he can like put Korg, Korg, yeah, Korg, and he was like I added Korg, and they didn't even like notice it. When he's like, okay, here you go. Here's the script. And they're like, okay, yeah, go ahead and go. Like, they literally, they literally said, like, they didn't read it. It's like, okay. So when he went and, like, came out as court, they were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, you guys signed up character. on it. Yeah, he, he added a whole ass character. And look how that came out, you know. And I think he also did the same thing, like, Jojo Rabbit. Like, dude can, like, act and direct. So hats off to him. So that's who we are, people. Now you know a little bit about us. Uh, So... How did this podcast come to be? Um, it was funny. I got laid off back in March. Thank you, Noah. And <laughs> I was I was sitting at home and I was like, you know, big so shout tell, out. Tell us where you're working at. Oh, I, I was, <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> I was working at uh, Artesian Builds. You may have heard of it. <laughs> if not, uh, you weren't on Twitter on March whatever. No, wait, wait. There's you should fire say. Store. You should say if you don't know if you don't know about them. Now we know why. Well, there you go. Now, <laughs> now you know why because they don't exist anymore. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not gonna go into that because that the internet is already. Yeah, just Google it. Oh man, that's bad. Um, but so yeah, he, so he lays us off. He didn't even do it in person, by the way. I, and I knew that was gonna happen. Um, so he lays us off, and I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm like, hmm. I need to do something. And then I was like, shit, I got two friends. I only, I only have two though. That's it. Just two uh, ever. Just two <laughs> for my whole life. And I, I loved him. Uh, and I was like, well, shit, every time we get together, it's like, it's great conversation. Like our chemistry is just off the charts. I was like, why don't we just make a podcast? And so here we are. Hey. Making a podcast. 
Making a podcast. Cinema. So yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. It took us it took us a while to get here, but like before we even started recording, we were just having a conversation and it was like, damn, we should have been recording that. Yeah. So <laughs> we were talking about a lot. Yeah. So just that, it was like, all right. On the podcast, right? We're talking about all things cinema. So TV, film, trailers, cinematography, writing, directing. Um, we're gonna talk about news, you know, breaking news in the entertainment world that happens. Hopefully we get some interviews on here if people want to come chill with us and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. talk. If not, yeah. then we don't care. We don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do uh, some script and scene breakdowns, which I'm excited about to hear you guys' like, input and how you guys do things or what do you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another one, real-time screenplay writing. That, to me, is going to be super fun sitting here under pressure writing a script. A little bit challenging too. It is. Yeah, challenge creative. Some, 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 somebody's gonna get yelled at. <laughs> and like, and it's probably gonna be Jonathan. Hopefully, by that time, we'll be like recording videos, well, so that way it's even more pressure. Oh, because like right now it's like pressure because like you know, they're hear they're hearing us in the process, but like also having eyes on like I, the process. That's I gonna like be- that. <laughs> I like that. And if you think our script sucks, then we don't care. So. <laughs> You know, we don't want you to listen. You do better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have eyes and mics on you. How about that? Yeah, you, you do better than what we do. Um, but yeah, we got like a bunch of sun stuff that, you know, that we're planning on doing here that mm-hmm. we can't wait to share and, and get going, man. Yeah. So I think it's time to get it, get it rolling. Cool. Let's go. You know, so Jonathan mm-hmm. has decided that he wants to do the news. Ooh, okay. I'll be the so, news so segment. He, want, he wants to be our anchor. See what I did there? That was a nice little, nice little play on words. So, what do you, uh, what do you got for us? What's well, happening in the entertainment world? Well, I'm no John Burgundy. You mean Ron Burgundy? Ron Burgundy? Oh fuck! <laughs> Crickets! Jesus Christ! Oh brother, Already this a, guy oh. stinks! <laughs> Already a goddamn flop. <laughs> John Burgundy. I was like, <laughs> if we had if John Burgundy, if we had Ron Burgundy, if we had video, you should have saw how confident he was too. <laughs> he, was like, hmm. he did like a Superman pose. <laughs> oh, they had fist on hips, <laughs> and, and he held it for like a good like ten seconds. <laughs> then I realized, wait, what is, what is he talking about? Oh, Ron Burgundy. I was waiting for applause and everything, but it did not go how I planned. <laughs> okay, so first thing on the docket. Um, Black Panther 2, the team has like officially released concept arts. I don't know if you guys have seen it or Twitter earlier. Yeah, I I have not. So um, if you want, you can actually go to Twitter right now so you can see what I'm talking about. But um, and I'll even send it to you. Yeah, do that. Or on Twitter, they released a lot of like uh, concept art for the new Black Panther movie that's supposed to be coming out. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about it. I think it was more of a leak than like an official. Oh, was it release? Yeah. Oh but. snap! Because I what I found it was on their like Black Panther official page. Mm. But maybe like you said, maybe it got leaked and then they like okay, well, yeah, not as well, well just, release it. Yeah. yeah. What did I want to talk about? So, um, if you guys have seen the concept art, if not, go to like I said the Black Panther two page. Um, but what I want to talk about was uh the villain, the Namor villain, right? Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, he's supposed to be this like um. I guess like underwater 
see like basically I I see it as the equivalent of uh, Aquaman yeah, in the Marvel universe. Aquaman, but uh, more of a hard ass, like like more of a badass than Aquaman is. Like, so like, you're saying Aquaman's not a badass? I mean, as a recent, <laughs> 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 no, Aquaman is cool in the comic books, but yeah, yeah, Namor is more of a he's more on the anti-hero side. So he's not like a full-on villain, right? He's like an anti-hero kind of type thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like, there's some ish, there's some comics where he is a bad guy, but yeah, he's mainly an anti-hero for the most part. Okay, and from what I'm hearing, like, um, you know, T'Challa and like Namor are like like rivals or something like that. From what I know, in, like the comic books and all that. So that's what they're saying, like kings of their kingdoms. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's. That's basically like you know the villain for that uh, movie. I guess they announced in Black Panther two, Wakanda Forever, and um, what I liked was that uh, they showed how they were gonna make Namor look, and what I liked was how he had that very like Aztec and like very like Mayan Mayan ancient yeah. type of look, almost like it's like uh, um, Atlantis. You know, mm-hmm. it was they they didn't make it look like how they did in like the DC. And how they made, like, you know, Aquaman look like a mermaid and all that. They went with, like, the full-on, <laughs> like, at, merman, sorry. Be correct now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Merman and, like, all that. But they went with, like, the whole, like, no, Aztec, like, Atlantis type of vibe and look. And yeah, it, it just is, looks cool. It is accurate to how he looks in the comics. But, yeah, it just definitely has that more Aztec Mayan look to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I had, uh, I'm, I'm happy they kept the wings on his feet. Yeah. Cause that's a trademark of his. I didn't think they were going to do that. Cause I guess it could be silly. Yeah. But, but they like actually it. did it kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They made it look like almost like, I don't know, like, like with gold and everything. It, yeah. it looks really dope. Mm-hmm. I like, I love what they did with it. Yes. But, um, yeah. And they also shared some, I guess like pictures of like, um, I don't know if it's like real, but like the female black Panther, I guess, uh, but sister they, and, um, name Okoye yeah like the leader of their yeah their army yeah yeah so I'm excited for whatever like you know that's gonna happen it's you know looking good and like I saw a lot of like um people tweeting about it and all that and saying like how they're like still not over like the whole um <clears throat> um Chadwick Chadwick Bozeman passing yeah passing yeah. and like it's not gonna be the same and yeah it's like you know how how can you like you know like you know, go on from something like that. It's like it's tough. It's tough. They they've been put in a tough position. To me, they I'm looking forward to the movie just because I'm curious to see how they like get over this you know massive issue of yeah. their main actor passing. But like I think they could have recasted the role. You think they could have? They could have, yeah. Because I'm because from what I remember, like Chadwick didn't tell of his illness because he didn't want to make the whole thing about him. He's like, he wants wow. it to be more about the character right. than anything. Any, any, because he knows the character is greater than himself. Not that he wasn't a great man. Or no, no. Yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. But like, he's a great, he had like great a actor. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really. Who, who would you, uh, who would you replace him with? Yeah. Oh, cause for you guys that don't know, Alec has this really great talent of being able to like cast people and like has really good, like, I guess like ways to back it up and all that. Huh? That's a good one. Mm hmm. I know we put you on the spot, but like if you can't think of anything at the moment, that's fine. Yeah, uh, we, we can come back if if you need time. Uh, <laughs> Time's up. We need it now. There's an actor. I can't, can't remember his name right now, but he was like uh, he was in the movie The First Purge. 
and uh, that part of the Purge franchise. He was like a really, he was like a really cool action kind of like main character. He's also on uh, Insecure. I can't think of his name right now. Bruh. What's the name of the? Uh, We're checking right now. Yeah, what, what's the name of the one girl <laughs> from uh, Joe Rogan Experience? Jamal, <laughs> uh, Jamie, pull that up. Jamie? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a Jamie right now. So which, if you want to, if you want to be our Jamie, are you oh, okay, Ed, I got him. Edwin Hodge. Uh, no, uh, so his name is uh, kind of got like an interesting name. Yel- I was just yeah, Yelan Noel. There you go, Yelan Noel. Say yeah, yeah, like hell no, he has the build. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, he got the charismatic acting. Kind of like charisma to him, and um, yeah, I think like I feel like he would be bring like a lot to the role. He's a handsome fellow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I could see that. He'd be pretty good at it, but yeah, it's like it's gonna be hard to you know it'll be hard to see like someone in the role other than Chadwick, but right, right. To continue that, just like I don't know, let that character just go away would be a mistake, in, in my opinion. See, I was thinking like Tracy Morgan would have been great. Tracy Morgan, <laughs> Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> Current day Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> All right, and then um, something else I have on the docket was, um, which is why I pushed it to now, is that um, Joe Turkle died at ninety four. Joe Turkle, for those of you that don't know, is an American actor who was known for his role um, roles in The Killing, Paths of Glory, The Shining, and he was also Doctor Eldon Tyrell in Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, his family announced Turkle had died on Monday at uh, Providence St. John's Health Center in Santa Monica. Uh, most people actually remember Turkle from uh, as the bartender in The Shining. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like, I guess that was like what most people remember him in and as like the bartender in um, The Shining because a lot of like things that I was reading in posts and all that were like the bartender in The Shining dies and like and all that. Um, but I was doing a little bit of research on him and was like, he was in like a crazy amount of films in all his life and like did a bunch of like black and white movies and all that. So he had like a really, really good, um, I guess like discography, this filmography, filmography. filmography yeah. yeah. And, um, one thing Kubrick movies. Yeah. And so one thing that I learned was, uh, how he got into like Stanley Kubrick's, uh, movies, which was pretty interesting. And, um, I, I forgot we, we had said like a joke earlier, but like, Oh, oh yeah, the Fantastic Four. How you would make Fantastic Five, and then like, and then like you know, because you know, like you're like oh, I'm already too late for Fantastic Four. But learn this or get this. So, um, apparently, it says that um, Kubrick had noticed Turkle when he was making a B picture called Man Crazy in 1953, and um, when because uh, I guess they said that in the the Kubrick Universe Turkle talked about how he met like Stanley and was like that. He was, um, uh, he said this, uh, he told Turkle this, um, that he saw him in that movie and was like, that picture was terrible, but I like you and I like what you did. So I have to hire you sometime. Mm. So that's how he kind of got it. Yeah. So from watching (laughs) one of his, like, I guess like, you know, B movies, like spoof parody movies, whatever you guys want to call it. He got hired into like one of like you know selling Kubrick's movies and like slowly um, worked his way up to like the bartender one because I think he worked on like two other Stanley Kubrick movies but it was like mm-hmm. just like very like what what do you call them like low low budget l- no like low casted like he no, didn't have any lines or any stuff like that yeah role. small supporting roles yeah. and all that and then like um, that the bartender scene or like 
uh, part in The Shining was like where he actually finally got lines. And he was like, I was super nervous about it and all that. He, I think he had like a total like 93 lines or something. Like that. It was just like a very short scene, but it was still like, you know, he was like, wow, this is my time to shine. Get away did there. Oh, yeah. okay. but um, yeah, it's because it's called The Shining. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't no, he had a very distinct look to him. And, uh, yeah, he mm-hmm. was really he was really great in that role because he, he brought the right amount of creepiness to it. Yeah. Yeah, they did a really, really good job with and that. I and forgot he was in Blade Runner too. He reminded me of like, oh yeah, he's the head of the uh, company. Yeah, just his eyes gouged out by the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> he no. was born for that role. I know. That's sad that he passed. But yeah, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, that's the two that I brought for today. What are you What are you guys watching right now? What What are you guys? What's got your attention? Oh, that could happen. Like, well, right now I'm watching The Boys, uh, Amazon Prime's The Boys, the superhero show, the dark superhero show. I started, I started that, um, and I wasn't really paying attention to it. And then I got to the scene where the guy, uh, he's talking to the girl. I don't know their, I don't know their names yet, but he's like the guy. Spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler. Anybody. Yeah. That's gonna happen a lot here. So if you don't want to be spoiled, probably trigger warning. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. All the warnings out. Um, (laughs) It's the scene where like the guy is standing there and he's got his ass out. Oh yeah. Like he's exposing himself. Yeah. To the girl. Mm -hmm. He's like, you got. If you want to be accepted or be one of the one of the six. Yeah. yeah, And I'm I'm not watching it. And then I look up. And I'm like, what is going on here? And you just see, see some Chase white Crawford's cheeks. Ass. <laughs> some white ass cheeks. So, <laughs> needless to say, ass is what got my attention on that show. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, just like, yeah, that's an insane show. It's really insane right now. The third season, probably the best they've mm. done so far. Damn. And there's okay. like one more episode, like this upcoming week. And I'm really excited. Are they releasing it. like a new episode every. Kind of like day type of thing? Yeah, like... Or not every day, sorry, every week. Well, yeah, the first day, the third season premiered, they released three episodes. Oh, wow. So, But yeah, it was like week... After that, it was weekly, so like once okay. a week, yeah. Do you, guys, do you guys like that, where it's like a show releases mm. all episodes, or it's like a weekly? Uh, I prefer weekly, because just because like, I don't know, binging is cool for like older shows and stuff, but like... You get to a certain point where that stuff just kind of melds together. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, I just, I, just, I just feel brain dead at a certain point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, I don't know, then it feels like a competition to like, see like who can get to the end fast first. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't want to do that. But like, and then weekly, it just feels like, I don't know, you feel like you have more of this discussion with people. I like, like that. Discussing you know, so shows and movies with people. The I didn't think about it that way. What I was thinking about it was like, um, when we used to watch like shows, like before streaming was everything, when you had to watch it on TV and you were forced to wait for the new like episode each week or each day, whatever it was. Somebody just said, what? Yeah. Life before streaming? <laughs> yeah. That's how it was. You know? TiVo? <laughs> <laughs> Sling TV? <laughs> yeah. But you know, no, yeah, you know, that's what we had to like endure like in our childhoods and all that. When we used to watch like a show that we used to love and all that. Would have to wait every day or like you know or every week for that new episode yeah. to drop, so that's kind of like what they're bringing it back to, and that's kind of what I get. I don't know if that's why I kind of like that, and also like a little bit of what Alex said of like being able to enjoy it a little bit more because if you binge watch it, you don't really like get to like really enjoy everything, and like like you said, just kind of melt your brain. You're like, eh, you just mush it all together. Like, okay, 
I I like I like binge watching. Um, I I like being able to just kind of go through the story. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I like I'll forget like week to week, right, right. but it it watching it weekly it does build that anticipation. It's just like man, I right. can't I can't miss like this show. Mm-hmm. But I think for binging like. I like being able to just sit there and like, okay, I can watch three episodes and I can be done today. Yep. And then I can come back like two days later and then watch like another two. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm just impatient now because I'm old. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Well, you didn't have no, to. No, no, no. Not like you. Not, no. I don't know. I'm not like pointing you. Like, yeah, he, he, he just, he does have, he has no patience. <laughs> no, I'm just not like none. pointing you up, but like, I have noticed that too. Like, I don't know. But yeah, like, about like, myself too. Yeah, recently, like even though that's kind of more of a binge show, but like Stranger Things, uh, they recently mm. just did a uh, like a model where they um they stream the first what was it seven episodes of like this new season that they have right now fourth yeah. season, and then like they did then, like two parts yeah right? two yeah. parts and like a month later like the last two episodes came out I was like it was like okay imagine if they just like stuck with the binging thing. And we just, everybody in the world watched it in, like, one weekend. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, wow, that was so great. And then they, like, they just move on yeah. in the next week. But now, like, with that month gap between volumes, it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to watch this this finale to the of the season. So, so like, everybody's just talking about it and, like, hyping it up. So there's only two episodes in the? Yeah. Yeah. For really? Part two. Yeah. Because, I was surprised, too. Because I just started, yeah. like, season four. I think I'm on, like, episode three or four. Yeah. It's great, by the way. Yeah. Um, And I was thinking, oh. Hour-long episodes, too. I love that, though. <laughs> but I was thinking. No, I love it, too. Yeah. I was thinking it was going to be, like, oh, part two, we got, like, another eight or oh, however. No, yeah, yeah me, too. Like, me, too. It's, like, the eighth episode is, like, an hour and a half. And then, like, the last episode is, like, over two. Five hours. Like, two and a half gonna... hours. <laughs> 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 like, it's Cinema. Like, it's, like, two and a half hours long. Like, so, like, it's, like, a legit, like movie <laughs> okay so so you get your fix pretty much yeah pretty much yeah mm-hmm. okay i i, I do I like the, i do like the break though like you said mm-hmm. where it's like that month because it's like everybody's gonna watch stranger things and then it's like we're gonna we're gonna make you wait a month mm-hmm. for the finale it feels like an event mm-hmm. more than anything yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know now that you mention it now i understand why they said like what they had like a a a million dollar budget for each episode. What was it? I forgot. I think it was, was like it? thirty million. Yeah, like thirty million for That's each insane. episode, which for me is like unheard of. Like I know, like I know, like shows don't really get that that big of a budget, anyways. Like Star like, Wars and Marvel shows right now. Yeah, right now, it's like I don't know, like fifteen or so million an episode. Yeah, it's almost like its own like movie, which yeah. is crazy, you know? Because mm-hmm. like when like I don't know, like I think like, um, and I could be wrong. Like shows. For each episode, don't even get to like the like. I mean, maybe like one to like five million or six million. I don't know. I don't know. But like for it to get like that much money for each episode. But now that you mention it, but like each episode is like an hour long mm-hmm. and like on all that makes sense why they needed that budget, you know. Especially mm-hmm. for the last two episodes and all that. I still haven't gotten there, but I'm on my way. It looks great though. Like the last, <laughs> like yeah, the way the last episode ended. Uh, Definitely gonna like have an even bigger budget in the next season. I was gonna say it's, they're doing season five, right? Yeah, yeah. that'll be probably no. That probably really? the final one. Yeah, they they kind of season have to. five. Yeah, I mean these kids are like they're not kids anymore. <laughs> no, no, because I thought this was like the end end for the nah, show. They're gonna do one more. So oh, and uh, now that I remember, so I wanted to bring up one thing. The whole reason or like thing that I've noticed too that um why they did the whole like um releasing one episode instead of like binge watching. It's almost to entrap people 
to subscribe to their thing. Because if you binge watch, you know how they give you like the 30 day trial. Oh. If you binge watch like a show, you're like, oh, I'm just here to watch like The Office or just here to watch Stranger Things. Right. And mm-hmm. they get the 30 day trial. You're like, I could binge watch that whole show, which is like the only thing that I want to watch off of Netflix. Because I'm, I'm sorry, Netflix but right now. Yeah, I've been dropping garbage, except oh. for like Stranger Things. I'm sorry, well, this well, is my this personal podcast opinion. is not sponsored by Netflix. <laughs> well, sponsored like, they, by Hulu. <laughs> they, I mean, they have Yet. they had a lot of potential. <laughs> I don't know where it went wrong, but like you know, Stranger Things. Props to you guys. Like I could see, I could see why. Like that that show is saving their ass right now. Well, like if I'm being honest. Well, that's definitely an episode for sure. Yeah, because um, I I think I had asked you guys like, or I had wrote it down on our on our notes. Like, is Netflix still the streaming king? And obviously, you know, we can... We, we can, can go into more later, yeah. but yeah. yeah. So, but anyways, what I'm trying to get to the point is every streaming service is competing and, like, the way to do it is elongating, like, each thing so that way you have to, like, subscribe and you yeah. stay with them, like... Yeah, exactly. Till mm-hmm. death do us apart type of thing. So, so do you guys think that, like, that month break will kind of become, like, the thing maybe? Um, or is or is it just like because Stranger Things is its own kind of entity? It's yeah, like, it's like it's it's its own franchise. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I don't want it for every show, but like, yeah, probably just doing more often for certain shows. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I wouldn't do a month break. Like, what's another? Just like another, what's another big show they got on there? Like on on Netflix? on Netflix. Yeah. But see, that's that. If we're struggling. <laughs> that's not good well, I know like Bridgerton but I don't watch that shit yeah. no I've heard Bridgerton because I think Stranger <laughs> Things they said beat Bridgerton in its budget as well because I think Bridgerton was another big show that they oh that Squid Netflix Game yeah, that's good. Squid, Squid Game, game. Yeah. maybe uh, maybe the Queen's Gambit Queen's Gambit could yeah be, could be something but Squid Game would definitely be mm-hmm. like if they're gonna do another month break that could be the one yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that, can, yeah that, that can be attached to that one yeah. yeah but yeah Netflix usually doesn't put out great content at all like like maybe like <laughs> once every four months the little pause there of, of netflix doesn't put out they're putting out a lot so please and, and like this watch is, our new reality show <laughs> and i know we're gonna get to it later but i think netflix either needs to buy a bunch of like good stuff and like you know like royalties like you know put on amazing spider-man one and two which i know they have now or like well, that's you know the thing like there's so many streaming like uh, streaming services now like they all have like their own licenses yeah like HBO Max they have like I think that's like one of my personal favorite yeah streaming mm-hmm. services but um I've noticed I've, <laughs> I've noticed <laughs> HBO Max if you want to sponsor us please but I've noticed um that uh like I've noticed like some of their movies like their DC movies mainly even those like owned mm-hmm. by Warner Brothers and like HBO is like a uh, part of the Warner Brothers chain mm-hmm. they like it like they're like oh yeah it's gonna be gone but like the end of the month they're like why on like, HBO you them, yeah they're like you own, no. you own these movies these are your movies yeah <laughs> that is and then, like, dumb. And then, like and then like they're streaming on like I don't know like know, Hulu or um I don't know on NBC app or whatever I'm like, oh hell <laughs> i was like why <laughs> but uh yeah it's like wait all wait, these wait, licensing wait. stuff is crazy wait so does that mean like what about um from the the one show that came out from like dc 
um, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Oh no, that's an HBO Max original. Yeah. So. Oh okay. Because yeah. I was about to say Peacemaker. But yeah, like fantastic. The, the, yeah, the Dark Knight Jeez. will be off there for will be on there for like I don't know maybe like a month or two, but then it'll be gone. Like after that, which is weird. Stupid. Now, do you think they'll bring it back or is it just it's? Gone? Oh yeah, they'll bring it back. But they'll it's have like, to. It's, it's like a rotation. Yeah, it's like a rotation thing. Yeah, it's weird. I was uh I started watching Tokyo Vice. Um, oh yeah, I watched the first two episodes. I think. What it's, is it's, that? It's, yeah. uh, it's like this American reporter. They say it's based on a true story, I think, right? Oh, or wow. inspired by a true story. Yeah, inspired by a true story. And um, it's played by the guy that was in uh, Baby Driver. Mm. Ansel Elgort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it took me a while to to like remember that he was Baby and Baby Driver. <laughs> because he's got like long hair in Tokyo Vice. He oh, doesn't wow. have the glasses on. And I'm like, this guy looks familiar. Yeah. And so I, I Google him, and he's like, oh, that's that's Baby from Baby Driver. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Most notably known in West Side Story. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> the marketing Hyatt hit him real bad, <laughs> but uh, they, uh, he didn't. Yeah. It's a it's a really good show. It's like so he's an American reporter. He goes over to Japan, and he's trying to become a reporter for Japan, which I guess is very tough to do because he's a um, American. Yeah, but what do they what do they call him? God, Outsider? They, no. Uh, I I'd have to mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think white boy yeah it's <laughs> something boy. like that yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it's pretty funny though but it's a it's a really good show um, okay. so I I definitely check it out I'm Ooh, trying what to kind of like genre for, you, uh, like for you cinephiles out there <laughs> uh, the first is it's like produced and the first episode is directed by Michael Mann and he mm. directed uh, Heat and uh, Collateral with uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. I'll think so uh so yeah, he's the big uh he's the big uh action crime guy. Can uh, can I just say Alec, I love like your your history knowledge. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, it's dope off the like charge, when man. we like when we first met and we just like started talking and then you would just like know directors names yeah. uh cinematographers, editors, right and just like yeah. all the actors. I was like, man, this guy's an encyclopedia. <laughs> like, 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 like how does your mind my useless knowledge? <laughs> no, it's like, no. He knows so much. So whenever you hear like whenever we're stumbling and we don't know somebody, you better believe Alec will know the name. So <laughs> you're our guy, man. He he might be our Jamie. How about that? I'm the I'm Jamie the fact checker. But you don't even need Google. <laughs> Step your shit up, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> In case you don't no. know, Jamie's from the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> oh Lord! But no, I appreciate that for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you? Uh, what are you watching? Same thing. I was on Stranger Things. I need to catch up on um, the boys. I forgot that was out there as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've just been kind of like focused on Stranger Things right now. What um, what movies have you guys seen? <sighs> I, I saw Top Gun. Oh, I saw Top Gun. Oh yeah, I thought that was dope. I watched yeah. the first one. I went and saw it last. Uh, last Sunday, and so I watched the first one Saturday night, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, "Damn, this is kind of quick." Mm-hmm. Like, we get to the flight training mm-hmm. or whatever they were doing, and then I knew Goose was gonna die, and then Goose dies, and <laughs> <laughs> I think I called it like the scene before. I'm like, "Oh, Goose is gonna die," yeah. and then like the very next scene, "Oh, Goose is dead," and so I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> then we they do the flying. Him and Ice are friends. I'm like, "Okay, that." Wasn't much there, but then Maverick, Top Gun Maverick, yeah, and that's some good shit, man. <laughs> that's some good shit. I was amazed by that movie. Yeah, like all the um, just like I don't know, like I have a sing- thing with sequels. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, oh, I'm usually expecting, okay, it's gonna be the same thing as before, 
but like a like sequel that expand on the lore yeah. of like the world that they built in the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this felt like a like a realistic continuation of the Maverick character I like that, that I didn't really expect. Because it because it felt like it felt just like he was like you said like realistic mm-hmm. like he's not the young Maverick but he but he still has his knowledge and yeah. he's still good, mm-hmm. right? Um, and seeing like what's the name like Miles Teller was jacked, yeah, mm-hmm. like, he, was, he was jacked. <laughs> I re- I just remember him from like Whiplash, <laughs> like being like you know the scrawny yeah. kid, mm-hmm. but then you see him in in Top Gun, you're like man, this, he he did his blonde homework. hair mustache. Yeah. And he now, did his homework. Now he's considered a hottie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like trending or something. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh my god, when did Miles Teller get hot?" <laughs> he's like, "I was. I thought I was always hot." <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't let me have my whiplash years, <laughs> he just needed some gains. <laughs> he was pumping the iron. Well, no, nah, I thought he looked great too. Yeah, he was, had a great current chemistry with uh. Uh, Tom Cruise. I thought, yeah, I, thought the, I thought the cast was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think everything. I think yeah. all of them like they had a good chemistry. Mm-hmm. And then one thing I'll give Tom Cruise for sure is that uh, he's so dedicated mm-hmm. to his movies. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's flying legit jet. Yeah, like <laughs> like all them, all the actors did. They all did like flight training and stuff like that. But like, yeah, it's really cool. It felt like in the theaters, like okay, this is a this is an action movie. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I I haven't seen I don't know the last action movie I watched in the theaters. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching like, damn, this is like, mm-hmm. like when they do the when he does that course. Yeah. And it's like he gets kicked out, but he he comes back and you're just like, oh man, he's about to kill that shit. And then he's just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. flying through. The, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's crazy. That's definitely one I wish I saw in 40. That would yeah. have been yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Would have just been like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if like if somebody saw it in 4D and they passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm experiencing five G's. <laughs> Sitting there in their flight when they go up the fucking yeah. the hill and they're just like, <laughs> Somebody like throws popcorn at him and wake him up. <laughs> but yeah, that's a um, call an ambulance. <laughs> but yeah, I have a letterboxed, and uh, that's one of the movies this year I gave five stars. Oh, yeah. okay, so. okay. You heard it here first, people. Five stars from Go check out my letterbox. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one was really good. Now I haven't seen Jurassic Park. Mm. Mm. And, well, yeah. I, and, <laughs> and I know Alec was like, "Oh, it's mid," and I was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> and I was like, "Shut up! Don't say anything else." Oh, no. So I need to find time to go see it. But he kind of already killed my 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 excitement for it. It is so. uh, if y'all haven't seen it, uh, y'all being the listeners, <laughs> yeah, uh, it is ass. Oh man, it is really bad. Oh, I'd wait man. till it's in streaming. Like, I was watching it with my friend and his nephew. Oof. And uh, even his nephew, like towards the third act, was like, "Was like, I want to go home." <laughs> How old is he? He was like, I think he's, I think he's eight. Oh god, they're Seven brutally honest eight, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he's uh, yeah, he didn't like it at all. Yeah, it was a miserable <laughs> experience. So, Jeez. I mean, if you want to watch that for cheap on a cheap day, go ahead. But <laughs> bad. <laughs> One and. Watch it on Discount Tuesdays for you discount that for, you that, for you AMC people. Well, I guess I'll probably just wait then. Um, what's a what's a movie coming out that you guys are excited about? 
A movie coming out that I'm very excited about. I don't know why you just can't think of movies right now. Thor. Nope. Thor. Uh, we're, we're just going to run off names. Thor. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, you said you saw Black Phone, right? Yeah, I did. How was that? Oh, That I'll was good, too. Okay. Yeah. I saw Ethan Black Hawk. Phone and Elvis. Elvis. How was how was Elvis? Because I looked it up and I saw that Tom Hanks was in it. Yeah, like a sneaky like. I don't even see him in the in the trailers. No, like he put on oh, a lot trailers. of weight. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. No, he's like he has a fat suit on. Oh, and they added, like, okay. Uh, they added like fat jowls. <laughs> he looked like he I looked like the a movie. mayor he of a town like, or something. He looked like he looked like he was you know the you saw the Batman right? Yeah, yeah. He looked like the Penguin, but fatter. Yes. Wow. Even fatter than that. <laughs> like, like he ate the penguin. <laughs> he ate Colin Farrell in that suit. Okay. And, and every, but yeah, Elvis. It was a good movie. I like it. I like it. I liked it. But um, if, if you had to put a weight on on how much, oh, geez. How, how much? How much did he weigh? <laughs> he probably he looked at least like a good, a good three fifteen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we're not kidding. Like okay, so that's why I didn't like Vice. <laughs> yeah, you, you seen Vice, like, right? You seen Vice? Yeah, yeah. You know that whole yeah, shit. Yeah. That, no, he he looked fatter than that. Jeez. And he looked. Uh, he's doing an accent too. Oh my god, that accent was crazy. Because the like the actual guy was like from from Kentucky? the from the Deutschland. Oh. But um, but uh, he pretended that he was fr- like a, a American southerner. Okay. So it's like he had like a weird. Accent that sounds like is on the verge of being German, but it's like, <laughs> but he's trying to sound country. Yeah. <laughs> did you Did you guys see uh, the video of him where like the paparazzi was following Back him? The fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. What? Yeah. So some paparazzi. Tom Hanks? Yeah, Tom wow. Hanks and his wife. They were coming out of somewhere, and the paparazzi is like right on their ass, and one of the paparazzi stumbles and I think trips into his wife. Yeah. And Tom Hanks is like, back the fuck off. And that's the first time I've ever heard Tom uh, Tom Hanks cuss. No, no, no. I heard it cuss in a movie, but never like in like real in person, life. Where yeah. it's like, where he's like got mad at somebody. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first time I heard Woody cuss. My, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like and so as a lover of Toy Story, I'm sitting there and I'm watching and I hear Tom Hanks back the fuck off. Oh, I'm like Woody. I'm like this is new hey, toy. Hey, this what is if, Toy what Story if, Five, right? What if he, what <laughs> Bo, Bo Peep wouldn't like this? <laughs> what if he just said, "Back the fuck off, Andy"? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, nah, I think they deserve that. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It's not like a, a Will Smith situation. Oh shit! Mm. Are we going Damn. there? Are we, are we going? Is that too old? Uh, we could still talk about the movies we watched. <laughs> We could talk about the Will Smith thing another day. God, I have a lot to say about that. Um, did you guys see Lightyear? Uh, I did. I haven't yeah. seen it, uh, but I think it's probably mid as well. Like it starts off really good. Spoilers like, toward the yeah. The, <laughs> the first, the first, uh, yeah. Spoilers. First thirty minutes are really good. They set up the story really well. I'm like, oh, okay, this is gonna be different for a Pixar movie. Then it goes to like mm-hmm. kind of more typical Pixar like areas. Okay. Where it like tries and tries really hard to make you cry. Did it make you cry? No. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like waiting to ask that. <laughs> uh but yeah, no. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was okay. I went and watched it again unless I like watched it with like, I don't know, somebody else. 
I don't watch it by myself. Wait, wait, wait. Out of five stars, what, what, would, you, what would you give? It? Oh, yeah. What did you give it on? I think Red I gave Box? it three. Oh, that's not three bad. Three out of five. Yeah, that's, that's bad. That, that's it's still, like, watchable. Yeah, that's yeah. mid. <laughs> that's mid. <laughs> I gave it two and a half. Oh. Two and a half? Why? Yeah. Interesting. Because, like, kind of like how Alex said it, like, in the beginning, it was, like, start off well, and then, like, out of nowhere, it just kind of, like, dropped. It was like a roller coaster. It went like this, and then, like, just stayed like this. Mm. But, to be fair, I didn't even finish watching it. Like, I had to leave because um, at the time, we were out with my family, and we were like, we need something to do to waste, like, an hour or so, or, like, you know, because we my sister went to go watch, like, some anime movie, so me and my older brother was like, we want to watch something that we don't really, like, care about leaving in the middle of, and we are like... Well, I'm not crazy about Buzz Lightyear because I don't I don't know anybody at the time was like crazy to watch it. You know, it's like yeah. it wasn't even like yeah. hyped or I don't know if it was like the, the marketing, but it just something about Lightyear was not there. Like they didn't even like push it or promote it as hard. So do you do you think that they knew it was not going to be received well? I don't know, because Pixar, I don't know, not more Disney thing than anything, because Disney movies have been since the pandemic started, they've been releasing Pixar movies on a uh, on a uh, Disney Plus. I saw something about that. Yeah, so um, so the, I think Lightyear is like the first Pixar movie since the pandemic started yeah. to be released in theaters. Mm. So I don't know if they like people were just like, well, I'm just gonna wait for it to be on Disney Plus, yeah. or I'm not sure when this because I feel like because you know it's connected to Toy Story in a way. I feel like it would have been more successful. You know, you, yeah, yeah, you would think. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I was like reading and like seeing people, uh, somebody talk about like the journey to to like Buzz Lightyear, right? And how they were basically set up for failure because one, when they first talked about doing a Buzz Lightyear movie, everybody was confused because everybody was like, "So Toy Story five or was it like a solo uh, movie?" Yeah, they're just curious and where, and like, where is it in the timeline? Yeah. So everybody had like questions about. How it. do I know what happened? And so like it was hard for them to explain. It was like, no, we're just gonna focus on like a concept of like you know, it's like it's a reality of a, a reality. Yeah. yeah. And so for that, for like people were like, huh? Like people really didn't understand that. So there was. That's not Tim play. Allen. That's Chris Evans. That's the number two thing. <laughs> Captain America. A lot of people were upset that Tim Allen was not cast. I, I was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> America's favorite dad, Tim Allen. Don't don't mess up my Toy Story. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. So there was that that I read that like a lot of people were upset. So that's how they kind of like boycotted watching the movie because they were like Tim Allen, Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah. And and like the guy when he was talking about, it, he's like, why wouldn't you cast? Tim Allen, you know, if he's such an iconic person to that character, I understand what they were trying to go for. Like, no, because not really that Toy Story, because it's like, you know, like a version of that, but not really. But anyways, but they should have still kept it just for like the fans sake. Well, so so then what if they would have did? I mean, because they just called it Lightyear. Mm -hmm. You kind of have an out like it doesn't have to be Andy's Buzz Lightyear. Mm -hmm. It's a toy. Yeah, right. there's a million Buzz Lightyear, so it literally could could just be a different Buzz Lightyear. Mm, yeah, true, true. Yeah, but if I'm Woody, how the fuck did he get a movie before me? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's what's going well, on? A Woody lot of came people... from a TV show. Yeah, and, uh, the movie that's Toy Story two. Like, I think so. Came yeah, from a TV yeah. show. So, yeah, so it would have been. I don't know. I don't know, Lightyear, I feel like it would be interesting to see, like, a realistic Woody movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, people were saying that, like, why would they make the Lightyear movie if they already did a show 
right? They do they did a cartoon show. Yeah, yeah. And they did like a, a whole cartoon movie as well with Buzz Lightyear in it. You know, they did this whole thing, and I think I found I'm mistaken. It's on Disney Plus as well. Like I think they added it on there. Yeah. Oh, so is like, it already? It, it was like years ago. Like this, like was, the TV show that. Oh, okay. yeah. This I, was like I'm, super long ago. In the nineties. Like old, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, literally gonna go home and watch Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I meant like the the old the nineties one. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember because I watched it as a kid and I liked it and I liked that. So my question was, why did they go that route? You know, they already did that. They should have left that alone and went went with something else. But I don't know if they ran out of ideas or it was just something that money. They, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like it's an interesting concept. Could have been done better. So I personally think, and like what they were, like the guy was saying that Pixar was set up for failure because they released a bunch of stuff. Uh, Lucas, or Lucas, whatever you want to call it. Uh, um, Soul, Luca, uh, Luca, <laughs> Soul, and um, uh, Red on Disney Plus. Turning Red. Yeah. Or Turning Red on Disney Plus. And those, Luca was all right. I really love Soul and I really love Turning Red. Like those were like, really good for me, like really mm-hmm. top notch. Mm-hmm. Like they should have d- released those on theaters. I know those would have been awesome. And yeah. that's why a lot of people were like, probably got used to like, Oh, Pixar. Oh, they're, they're going to be streaming now. They're never going to go on theaters. It also goes for it. Not a Pixar movie. It's a Disney animated original, but like, uh, yeah. Encanto. And cause that came out in theaters first before yeah. being on a uh, Disney plus, And that didn't do well in theaters. But when it came on Disney plus, it exploded. Basically, mm. one of their biggest movies now. Mm. Yeah, so it was interesting. But like, we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting to see. Like, so I'm like, is like the Disney audience is so used to Disney Plus now? That yeah, I think they, <laughs> I, I low key think besides they kinda, like Marvel, I think they like fucked up with the Disney Plus thing because now it's kind of like a double edged sword. You know, like people mm-hmm. are like, we're just gonna wait for everything on Disney Plus instead of like going out in theaters and watching it. You know. Yeah, that seems like. That's an yeah. issue with streaming services I have. But uh, do you guys think Pixar is trying to hold on to Toy Story? Do you think it's time to let it go? Uh, I think they could stop making them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I too. They, 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 stopped, they could have really stopped after three. Like, no yeah. spinoffs, yeah. no nothing. They should just leave it all alone. And I mean, like, maybe, like, new. little short films here and there. I like, Shorts. I, I like, like that. those, yeah. yeah. Or, like, even, like, a little TV show they can do on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Like, the Monsters at Work? Yeah, like that. So yeah, that's there. fine. Okay. But like, but like, <laughs> I see that. Full on features, you think? Yeah, those they are, can. They can stop. Yeah, Toy Story Four was fine. They should keep their original stuff, like, like, like. That's why I said Soul and Turning Red. Boom, man! Like, if you haven't seen that, I really highly recommend it. Well, so mm. then another question: So, do you think? Because I I watched Toy Story Three, and I'm thinking, okay, this is it, and I I almost started crying, <laughs> like when they're in the uh, in the garbage, the and I'm like, I'm like, this is my childhood. Mm-hmm. You are now an adult. And, but do you guys think that like when you have, and we'll probably get into it in the next episode with sequels, but <clears throat> when you have like four movies in the Toy Story franchise, is it hurting their legacy? Because then you have like Lightyear who people aren't really like feeling mm-hmm. too much. Does that hurt the overall legacy of Toy Story? I mean, like Toy Story 4 wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not like uh, it wasn't an astronomical failure or anything. Right. So I don't right. think, I don't think it hurt the legacy I don't think Lightyear hurts the legacy of Toy Story either. It is more like uh, I don't know. I don't think it does at all. I just I feel like it was like uh, more of a flop if Toy Story four was, and yeah, I would say that probably hurt the legacy a bit. Okay. 
But like you know, like even if they come out like a remake or a reboot, you always got the that first movie anyways to go back to. It's not yeah. like it's just gone from existence the that's, second that's true. a remake mm-hmm. or reboot comes out. So that first one is god tier. <laughs> like that Toy Story, <laughs> Toy Story one, man. That's one of the greatest movies ever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I like the Toy Story two for uh, what's the name Stinky Pete. <laughs> A little thick bastard. (laughs) 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 He's a little devil. What about Buzz Lightyear's twin? Buzz Lightyear's twin. Oh yeah. (laughs) Who's who's Buzz Lightyear's twin? Because remember it talked it talked about that uh the 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 thing you talked about how there's multiple Buzz Lightyear. Oh yeah yeah. There was another story like oh oh yeah yeah. story. It's not just me. Yeah, when there was like a bunch of them. Yeah, it's funny. Since we're on Toy Story, Uh where would you rank them? Um. My personal favorites too, even though I know third the third one's the best one overall. Mm. But yeah, I'll say it. Really? Two, three, one, and then four. Wait. So you think three is the best one? Wow. I said two is the best one. Oh, okay. My you personal think, okay. favorite is, the, is two. Okay. But overall, I would say the <laughs> third one. So on my personal ranking, it would be two, three, uh, one, and four. Two, three, one, and four? Yeah. But uh, overall, I'll probably say like three, two, one, and four. Okay. I would go, I would go one, three, two, four. One, three, two, four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're still good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, man, it's hard, like, to make really good movies in a, in a franchise and have all of them still be, like, decent. Yeah. And I think they've, I think they've done a pretty good job of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until Toy Story 5 comes out and it's, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <coughs> I like to think of like quit while you're ahead, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't ruin anything. But yeah, exactly. Well, that's like that's like um, that's like with Breaking Bad. It's like Vince Gilligan was like, no, I could I could make another season, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on top. Right. I'm gonna, I'm Smart gonna, man. Yeah. I'm gonna go out with people like you know having it be remembered as like one of the greatest shows ever. And, and he made Better Call Saul. I was just going to say that. Yeah, like that, I wasn't sure about it. I was like, ah, Better Call Saul, how how good can it really be? Like, you know, Saul is a, like, you know, solo character. I love Better Call Saul. That show is I need to catch nice. up on it, but yeah, it's definitely like up there. Yeah. Bad, like, like it's its own like good thing, like mm-hmm. original thing, you know, like I was, I was like, wow, he actually did it. Mm-hmm. He actually did it. <laughs> like, I'm not, <laughs> he like, did the I, thing. Like, spinoffs are usually hard to do, so but like he did it. So yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I guess now we're on to our uh, our feature presentation of, of why we're here today, folks. Yes, sir. Uh-oh. So with it being the first episode, we were like, "What are we going to talk about?" Mm-hmm. And Alec here has a film already made in pro in post. I do, and we are going to talk about it. Let's do it. We we are gonna we're gonna talk about it. You guys want to take a break, and then dive right in. Yeah, sure. Because we got to get it. We got to get it on the screen anyway. I'm Ooh. down. Yeah, yeah. So we will be right back after these messages. When you're listening to it, it's just gonna be instant. But <laughs> <laughs> hello, we are back. <clears throat> we are back, folks. We uh we watched the film going up, written and directed by Alec. C. Douglas. Woo! C. Douglas. Um, we watched it, and then we had tacos. And then we had some great conversation. 
<laughs> Very great conversation. Behind it was a big conversation. Behind, I like that. Behind the scenes, <laughs> some revelations. <laughs> big conversation. Uh, that big hopefully time. we can lay our eyes on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, Alec. Yes. C. Douglas. Yes, uh, C is my middle name now. Okay. It's Alec Cock Douglas. Yes. Uh, <laughs> going up. Tell us about. Tell us about going up. Uh, going up is a short film that I wrote and directed. And it's a sci-fi crime romance film. It's set in the near future, and it's about a young man who who decides to rob a bank with a group of people in order to gain the money he needs to go to go to a colony on the moon. And uh, on that moon is where his girlfriend is because she's rich, and uh, and they're and they're about to uh, l- allow people to live on the moon because the Earth is uh, really bad right now. And uh, so is, it, is this based on a true story? <laughs> <laughs> it's inspired by certain events that happened in the last two years. Okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's about him trying to gain get the money he needs to smuggle himself to the moon. Cause I know, like, um, when you told us about it, we were all three of us. We were writing something else. We won't say what it was because maybe in the future we'll we'll make it. Yes. Um, and then you just hit us with, "Oh, hey, you want to read the script?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "When did that happen?" <laughs> right, it came out of nowhere in the archives, in left field or something. Um, but then you sent it, and I'm sitting there and I'm reading it. And I'm like, "Damn, like this is good." Mm-hmm. And um, so then like. We get into production of it, and well, first let's talk about like funding and 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 kind of get into that, like, because mm-hmm. that's always the hard part, at least for like small filmmakers. Oh yeah, for sure. Like trying to get your film funded. So how was that process? Mm-hmm. Oh well, like actually, like doing it was was fun, just because it's like, oh wow, we're actually making this movie now, mm-hmm. you know, getting it all out there and everything. But then, like, actually, you know, you know, trying to get people to fund it is, like, the hard part. Because, you know, it's like, I don't know, usually you'll send it, like, hey, it would be cool if you support my film. Like, yeah, sure. And then, like, they don't, like, donate or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they'll share it with somebody, but then they don't donate. So, it's kind of like. Like, I was was asking you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, I like like the, uh, what do you call it, the statistics. I can't say the word now. Right Statistic? now. Statistics. Yes. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, it's like. Big word right there. Yeah. Very big word. <laughs> word of the day. <laughs> well, yeah. Seeing those uh, stats is basically it's like um, like more people like saw the campaign than they actually like donated. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, you people know who you are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Well, yeah. We raised about uh, around close to $3,000. Nice. So I was nice. like, it's like fine. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it's like not not the projected, uh, you know, the projected uh, quantity we needed, but you know, it's it's all good still. We still made the movie off of uh, what we had. Nice and uh, yeah, but it was like a fun time doing it and like filmmaking can be hard for sure, but like yeah, we have enough people around us, passionate people, and it could be a real fun time. Nice. I have a uh, quick question to yep. ask about that. 
Um, <clears throat> what is like the biggest budget you were able to work with? Was that it, or or like from your like previous works and projects? Um, yeah, that's probably like the biggest production I had so far. Nice, nice, mm-hmm. cool. What um, what was different from going up and scout your last film? Different from scout and going up. Um, I feel like this time around, it felt. It felt like because I was like you know when I was making Scout if I was like in school and stuff like mm-hmm. you know like my last uh my last uh, term of college, and um, it felt more breakneck than than going up did just because I had like a, everything going on I had you know homework and then like family stuff and then like all kinds of other stuff going on I'm not where I'm like I'm in a more chill part of my life at least mm-hmm. so it was like it felt less stressful and I, I had enough time to like really sit on going up because I wrote it like two years ago at this point okay yeah, yeah. so I like all this all these ideas I've had for it like pretty much already baked in so when I'm out set, I'm like oh yeah I'll do this did it feel like since this is the first movie you made since we had graduated that like the training wheels were off and that this was like okay the first kind of like let's really jump into mm-hmm. this yeah, I felt like I had less restraints on on this one too, because uh, as you know, like uh, our school was pretty uh, kind of held us back a bit <laughs> in certain aspects <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> with what we can do and what we cannot do. So this one, I felt like I was being, it felt like I was being more like me than anything with Scout. I was trying to like emulate the style, but mm-hmm. over here, I was like kind of like more like mismatching things that I like, but then like turning into my own style. Okay. I felt like, I felt like this one speaks more of my taste than anything. Finding, finding your, uh, your director style. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I know like, like that's probably the first big project since we've graduated. Yeah. Um, cause I, I'm sure we've wanted to, we wanted to write stuff, but then 2020 happened. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And so then like when you told us that, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I was like, oh yeah. Like this is <laughs> this is like the first, you know, creative project that we can that we can all work on again. Yeah. And so like I was super fucking pumped for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember like when you reached out and you sent out the script, I was like, is this gonna be made? And you were like, Yeah, the whole like nine yard process, exactly how we made mm-hmm. it. And like by that time I was like hungering mm-hmm. like to get back into the um you know, whole like production phase and all that. Like, I love it also. I was like super gung ho and excited as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Like 20, 2020 was probably like the most depressing time for for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, to say the least. In, in our <laughs> lifetime. Yeah. So far. So it's like, so like not being able to do what you love and just like being restricted is like really sad. So like really being back on set was like, it felt like, Felt like at the same time, felt like we never really went anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also like it felt just great to be back, just doing this thing. Yeah, bam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Tiandre because his movie in school was "Do What You Love," mm-hmm. and he's out there in L.A. Man, he's killing it. Yeah. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's amazing. He's really grown. Yeah. yeah. Since then, XI man, mm-hmm. get you some some merch. I don't know his website, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, Tiandre, if you want to be on, man. We would we would love to have you on. Yes, hit us up. Um, what did you uh, What did you shoot it with? Uh, we shot shot it on the Black Magic. Okay, we were originally gonna shoot on the red camera, 
but uh, the uh, the budget can only go so far. Mm-hmm. So uh, and you have to uh, cut cost somewhere and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Black Matt, but Black Matt is still a really great camera. Still, really like we camera. shot on like a five K. Okay, five mm-hmm. K, mm. and then the, yeah, and then like it's probably gonna like we're probably gonna render it out to like four K at least. Nice, but yeah, we shot on five K, and it's a really great camera. And we used um, what else we use? We have a drone, a DJI drone. That we used okay for the B roll. Well, I haven't gotten them yet, but yeah, we're using. <laughs> we're gonna get footage from that soon. And, uh, uh, which drone yeah. was it? If you don't mind me asking, uh, it's the latest one. I forget. Okay. Okay. Model Mavic DJI. Maybe. Yeah, the Mavic one. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. Mavic so Pro, good. I think. Yeah. What was um? We were there, but what was set life like? Set life was fun. <laughs> you know, it was like um. Also, it's probably like maybe the biggest crew. Well, uh, this is a crew where I felt like. It felt like the most like a uh, like an actual like production because like because like we had like actual like sections where people like okay makeups over here and then like mm-hmm. costumes over here and then the camera people over here stuff like that so um it's probably the most controlled group of of people that I've had so far in a film and uh, it was really fun and uh, everybody pretty much were on same page the whole time and uh, on breaks we always just like goofed around had fun talking other people getting like you know knowing learning more about their background why they're doing this and things like that so it was interesting nice to learn more about everybody as well is it tough um when you have like a a bigger crew and i know we're going to be on bigger crews Mm -hmm. um but this one's kind of like the first one was it tough kind of leading everybody oh not as much as i thought it would be since i was like i felt like i was rusty coming into it but it was like a, mm. it felt like I was, it was easy easier on set than anything um usually like when like directing everybody's kind of like looking t- to you for answers because you right. know you're pretty much like the captain of the ship so that can be kind of daunting mm-hmm. but like pretty much everything you do in like pre-production is like where all the questions are answered unless um pretty much any like anything can happen on set so Anything, yeah, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, too, Jonathan. So, like, anything can happen on set, things happen, and you just got to go with the flow of it. That's what I pretty much learned just go with the flow of things. You can be as uh, planned out as possible, mm-hmm. and be prepared, and everything, but like, yeah, things can happen. Weirdest problems can come up, yeah. So, like, I, I can remember we were on the ranch the last day we were on the ranch, and it was raining, yeah. For like, I was like, oh, shit. yeah, I hope it's not gonna rain for the rest of the day, it's gonna be ruined. But no, it was like only like rain for like maybe like, I don't know, like 30, 35 minutes mm-hmm. or something like that. And yeah. it went away real quick and it was like sunny for the rest of the day. Yeah. So that was nice. But, but it, uh, yeah. It, it was looking pretty gloomy though. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> There's stuff like that. You, yeah. Time and um and you never know what's going to happen. They're like the biggest enemies of filmmaking. Right. So talk to us about like, um, like kind of the pre-production, like mm-hmm. casting and storyboarding and all that stuff shot listing now josh you and josh work well together yeah uh josh martinez he's our friend mm-hmm. we like we like him a lot we enjoy him we we, we, we put up with him <laughs> no, josh is great um but yeah tell us about like you know kind of from pre and those that whole kind of steps oh uh, well i think uh yeah like Pretty much after I wrote the script, I got like a draft down and everything. 
Uh, well, I had a friend, uh, my friend uh, Quinn Tyler. He lives in up in uh, Chicago. Oh. He's originally from here, but he's a screenwriter too, so we helped out on this. He like, gave me notes on the script before I did like the final draft and everything. And uh, yeah, shout out to him. He's a really great writer. But um, after that, I pretty much you know got everybody together, and then pretty much game like told them like, oh, you're gonna do this position, you're gonna do that. Oh wait, that came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> positions what kind, as what in kind of uh, film are you yeah. positions <laughs> as in film crew positions. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then but then yeah, then after that, I did the whole uh, storyboard processes uh, with my friend uh, Marcus Lopez. He's uh he also lives around the uh, Antioch area. He's uh he's a really talented draw uh, artist and um look him up. Yeah, look him up. He's on on Instagram and everything. Probably check it out on uh the going up uh Instagram page. You'll find him there. Mm-hmm. Nice plug. Yeah. <laughs> going up short film. And um but yeah, that took about less than a month to do the storyboards, I think. Yeah. And it was like I think it was about like twenty pages of uh of storyboarding. And then then after that process we just went into uh building up the fundraising, casting, and, uh, you know, my one of the more fun parts of a pre-production is doing the lookbook mood board mm. thing. That's where, that's pretty much where a director creates a, a, a like a Bible of inspirations and, uh, color palettes or, um, costume designs there that they have in mind for the film they're making. And uh, so showing that off to everybody was cool because they're like, oh, okay. Because that's pretty much the the way you get everybody on the same page of like, okay, this is what we're watching. Yeah, this is what we're doing. And there's also film influences I want them to watch to get them in the mindset of what we're trying to make. It's like, okay, this is what we're watching. This is what the kind of film we're making. So cool. So no questions will be asked when we're on set. <laughs> Don't ask Alec any questions on set. <laughs> he doesn't like it. I've Unless seen it's about I've, food. I've seen him. When you, when you ask him a question on set, he took some guy behind the shed, <laughs> and we never saw that guy ever again. Yep. He said, "Did you not read the lookbook? And it, Did you not read my director's Bible?" <laughs> <laughs> he was so scary. I, I, was, I was afraid. But uh, it's interesting here you like you talk about that because I know for me like and I probably should but I don't storyboard mm-hmm. and I think for me it's like like I write it uh, shot list and then that's just kind of it but I think you know hearing it and then once you showed us like the storyboards I'm flipping through and I'm like damn yeah I'm like I need to start doing that. Right, yeah. So it helps a it's lot. It's crazy how important, <laughs> yeah. how important and like even like sounds like a minute detail, but how much of a difference yeah. it can make. Yeah, creating a shot yeah. list and a storyboard helps a lot, a lot. Yeah. Before you do anything else, really. And it's, yeah. But then, then uh, casting it was also fun because I post on a post on like two websites. One is called, uh, it used to, used to be called just SF Casting. I think it's called like Casting Networks now mm-hmm, or something. Something like that. Yeah. And then uh, the other one is backstage.com. And that's where uh, it's basically the same as SF Casting, Casting Networks. But um, I think you got to like pay to post. I didn't have to post, pay it because it was like they gave me like a free discount thing oh, or something like that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. <laughs> How, uh, yeah. how many uh, how many characters were in the film? Um, let me think. It's about 
five or six or so. Okay. Yeah, five like five or six main characters. So like not a whole lot, but for a short film, I guess a lot. <laughs> I have a yeah. quick question. Um, for mm-hmm. what is it like casting networks versus uh, backstage? backstage? Mm-hmm. Which one did you see like the most response in? Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, casting networks is that free, or do you still have to pay for that? Oh uh, yeah, it's free. So free, mm-hmm. and then the other one I know you need to pay, but I know you didn't. But um, uh, for we don't people, pay for shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for people that want to use it, you know. So uh, from your experience, which one got the most responses, and which one did you pick uh, out the most, or which one did you cast the most? If you want, um, if you want to share or enlighten us in that, I feel like I got the most from backstage. Okay, yeah, okay. like. Yeah, because I remember it was at least over altogether like over two hundred submissions. Ooh, yeah, yes. a lot. So yeah, it was like a lot of people, but like the most, I think all the actors I've chosen were from a uh, backstage. Now, be honest. Yeah. Did goes. you did you go through all two hundred? Uh, yeah, I did. Okay. I actually wow. did, yeah. <laughs> I actually hold did. On, like, hold on, let me give you a applause. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would be able to go through. Well, was this this was st- still during the pandemic, right? Uh, or it was, was it a little bit after? It was a little bit. It was like early on. Not like early on, but like it was like around August, September of last year. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say it's like 200 unless I'm not like, you know, doing anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tough to go through. But still, man. That's mm-hmm. to you. Two, to get 200 people that and you put uh, you put like the script up there or you put like sides. Uh, I put sides. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. to get 200 people. That's that's dope. Yeah, I don't know, That's like, dope. actors are just, like, really working, looking for work because yeah. <laughs> of the pandemic or anything. So, but. quick question, actually, too, because I know you casted Tyson as the um, main character, which I know mm-hmm. you've worked with before. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tyson. Um, Tyson, bro. Yeah. Tyson, uh, man, if you want to come on, it, well, you don't have a choice. You're going to be on here. <laughs> so, I know you, <laughs> you casted him, and you've worked with him before, yeah. but... um. Did you have him in mind already as you were writing it, or how did that process come along, like... Oh yeah, he was always yeah. in mind. Okay, while I've been uh, making it. Oh, I'm writing it anyway. Yeah, yeah, and uh, especially um, watching his film, uh, David, what's it called? First date, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, first date. That really convinced me. That he's like I already like had him in mind, but like that really convinced me that I should cast him in the lead because he's like he has such a likable presence. He does. You just want. It's like he's the kind of guy you want to watch succeed. Mm-hmm. Like in any situation, and uh, yeah, he's like he's just funny. He's a very he's he's a very physical actor too. I've noticed for sure, and uh, he always commits one hundred hundred ten percent every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love working with Tyson. Yeah, he's he's great. Mm-hmm. I think this is what our second time working with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just it seems like he gets better. Um, every kind of audition or mm-hmm. or gig he gets, so he's definitely gonna be really good and somebody to look out for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Tyson Brown, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Look out for him. But, uh, yeah. Then like other actors that I casted, uh, one that I also worked with before the uh, Ray Raimundo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played, uh, he plays Zach in the film. I worked with him on a short film. I did in college called a woman at war. And, uh, he's great too. Yeah. Yeah. He's real great. And he always, he's always, again, he always commits, all the time and is, he's also really fun to work with when he um when he oh spoilers oh <laughs> damn oops my bad gonna cut that uh yeah yeah we'll bleep that out <laughs> nobody did nothing 
<laughs> he did but a thing. He did something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when that happened, um, and he gets all done up and everything, mm-hmm. and he's <laughs> he's sitting in a chair, mm-hmm. and I walk in the room, and he's not moving. And then I didn't even notice he was in the chair. And then he moves. And I'm like, holy shit. He was over there the whole time. Yeah. Like he, he's really good uh, at acting. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Without <laughs> giving away. Spoiling. Spoiling. <laughs> but yeah, all the actors were great on the film. Uh, probably like, yeah, like all the actors, like uh, Abby Tozer, who plays uh, Abby. She was phenomenal in it. Uh, Natalia Dominguez, she's also a great Jack Wooten. He uh, plays the uh, sort of antagonist in the film, mm-hmm. and um, me and Jack is like if we, you know, you you, you guys met Jack, yeah, yeah. or a really nice guy, mm-hmm. but like when he turns that evil on, <laughs> man, yeah, it's it, like oh, it's, like you want to back now. up a little, bit. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's night and day, yeah, like. On off switch, just like how yeah. you said, he's such a nice guy, and then as soon as as soon as it's it's action, mm-hmm. he flips a switch. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah then watching him and uh, Art Brown, uh, who plays uh, who plays the uh, bank owner in the film, uh, watching them go off of each other was also really fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they you you definitely casted it really good. Yeah, uh, I also made a cameo too. Oh yeah, you are <laughs> in the film. So I, I thank you for that. Uh, Best performance, by the way. I think you know. I I'm trying, man. Performance. I'm trying. <laughs> like when you when you asked me to be in it, I was super excited because I thought, oh, I'm just gonna be filming behind the scenes, and then you text me probably like 15 minutes before. It's like, oh, do you want to be in it? I was like, oh shit. I was like, mm, yes, I do. <laughs> Standing in the mirror. I, this. I don't know what I'm gonna say, but I got it. But uh, yeah, I you know I had fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's also kind of something that made me think about, like, oh, okay, maybe. So thank right. you, sir. Oh, no, no problem at all. Thank yeah. you. Well, if you that. if you were standing, I'd give you a pat on the ass, but, <laughs> but you're sitting down. <laughs> a quick tap. Yeah. Not, not like a not like a super long one, but just like, oh, yeah. what did it happen? Like, oh, was that an accident? I don't know. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh, shit. What? <laughs> um, what would, so for going up, right? Like, what would you say your directing style was? Like, because mm. I know, like, being on set, and mm. I saw it, but for the people who weren't there, mm-hmm. could you just, like, kind of describe, you know, how you go into that? Interesting. It was like, um, or like your mindset or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mindset. I'm usually like for my influences on the film. It's like films like um, Dog Day Afternoon or like uh, uh, Good Times. Pretty much any film by the Raff- Safety Brothers. I'm just like these guys know how to like perfectly like create chaotic, anxiety-driven energy mm. on the film, and those like that's kind of like what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> like for the, for the most part, it's like give, give pretty much give like everybody like a rush of energy. Like like they're watching a like a real ride of a film, but also have it like filled with a uh, real character and uh, emotional moments. So pretty much just focusing 
focus. Pretty much, I always have a focus on character in each scene, and uh, it's always cool to you know, like think of like, oh wow, they get a cool shot here, cool shot here, and then like you just like let the actors do whatever they want. But you know, I had like a real set idea for what their mindset is at each time. So going to there, going to that on set with that, and uh, all the actors are so great that I can usually like tell them a word. And they'll be like, okay. And then <laughs> they perform it exactly the way I want it. Yeah. And um, it was real great. And um, yeah, the uh, other films I'm influenced by going into like the clockers. I'm a big Spike Lee fan. Okay. So yeah, I always have like that kind of like, how can I make this as a, how can I make this as unique as possible, but still keep the, uh, the arcs of the characters without uh you know feeling like it's just, it's just all flashy yeah mm-hmm. was there um was there any challenges that like you kind of you know challenges or maybe like oh man i wish we would have kind of did this a little bit different here you know after kind of sitting with it and watching it and, and and piecing it together is there like some something that you know i think uh any filmmaker is always watching like a cut of the movie or something and thinking like oh could have done this yeah <laughs> it happens every time no matter what wow. <laughs> every time but um just like uh probably more has to do with the uh location and the time mm-hmm. but what i like to i don't know more of a f- more of a lens flare in the final scene yeah <laughs> yeah what would have been nice to have and then um Maybe like uh pro prolong a certain character's uh emotions in one scene, but I think it still works. I think you know what scene I'm talking about early on, mm-hmm. with between uh Marcus and Abby. Yeah, yeah, just like have that moment linger on for a bit more when they're like. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I, I know what when you're they about, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch. It yeah. Spoiler. I, I I know. I'm trying to think about no, it without like. I'm like, wow. I think there's no cameras. Yeah. <laughs> Not that, Jonathan. <laughs> God. <laughs> but, but no, it's like there's always certain things. But I'm still overall very happy with how it's turning out. Nice. Mm-hmm. How long? Um, how long has you have you been editing it? Like, how long is that process Post, taking? Yeah. Um. We finished filming in April, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been about two months now. Okay. So yeah, I've been yeah. editing it for two months, you know, I'm going on and off of it, to like stepping away from it for a little bit, getting feedback, and then coming back to it, and just like starting anew on it. Because I'm always like, because like a film, because, you know, a film is like, a, it's always like really created in the edit. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, like, so many ways, like, so fun because there's so many ways of, like, oh, okay, I could do the scene this way. Yeah. Or, like, uh, the ways I didn't really think of before. And then, um, like, finding moments that can, like, really link, like, stay on the uh, audience's mind. Because mm-hmm. I'm also, like, uh, really into the uh, black exploitation films and how they, like, convey certain actions, like freeze frames or, yeah. like, uh, zoom-ins. It's, like, it could be could be on the verge of corny but it's still like it's still like stay it sticks with you mm-hmm. it's like oh my what just happened <laughs> <laughs> that just happened there and like and it is, it is just like burns into your mind 
I like that kind of stuff. Nice. Because I know, like, watching it, um, this was the first time me and Jonathan had saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was excited to see it because mm-hmm. we hadn't saw anything. Yeah. And so when you put it on and well, we watch. I was going to say, especially for me, that I have only was on set for, like, two days. I missed that, like, uh, did you record one more day at the uh, bank location, or was it two days at the bank location? Yeah, two days. So, yeah, I was only there for, like, two days of the shoot, and I missed the last two days. Why were you only there for two days of the shoot? Yeah, tell us, John. Where were you, where were you not, at? Not important. The people want to know. I was on vacation. Even though I told you. <laughs> <laughs> like, month. Like, a month. Before you were gonna shoot, honestly, I'm surprised he's even here. Hey, he, he arrived on time. I'm honestly surprised he even remembered today. So, <laughs> what a king! I mean, but uh, so you were where, Jonathan? I mean, are we gonna get into all that? I mean, I mean you know, just give a sentence. Okay, I, I was in Las Vegas. That's a lie. I thought you were in San Diego. Yeah. Oh, it was that time. Sorry. Oh, I was in there's so many. He does, that, he does it so many times that he forget. <laughs> no, where you're going. no, because I had too many. So I was in uh, San Diego for a bachelor party. Mm. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so we were watching it. Yep. And I was like, man, this is really good. Like the pacing of it is great. Um, and I know it's a it's a rough. Yeah, and so it's still missing some stuff, but you can you can see it, and as filmmakers, you can kind of see where you're going with it. Yeah, um, without having like everything there, so yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see like the um, the whole completion of it. Right, mm-hmm. um, and I, there's some scenes in there that I really love that I won't say, but there's some close ups, um, where three of the characters are interacting, and it's kind of a crucial part of the movie. And you just see so much emotion on in just their eyes, and it tells so much of the story of just like, okay, something's gonna happen here, mm-hmm. and we know it's gonna happen, and it's like you build the anticipation of like when is it gonna happen, but you don't like drag it, you know what I mean? Where it's exactly, like, yeah. where it's like, oh shit, like, like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> it's like, like, it's a, it's, it's good pacing in that scene. Really good pacing. Um, and yeah, there's some, there's some stuff in there that I really like. Cool. So yeah, I, I would can't, say can't wait to overall, see overall like short films. You know, it's very like different than like feature films because very short films are supposed to be kind of like. Pacing is very important and key because in like uh, uh, feature films, you know, I know pacing is also important, but like you have times when you can kind of like dip down, mm-hmm. slow down a little bit. For short films, I've noticed that like there there are a few times you can like add that, but it's very uh, like you know overall it needs to be kind of quick. Yeah, and your 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 uh, short film is very like the pacing is very good, mm-hmm. very 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 good. Like there, I didn't feel like a slow moment, a dull moment at all. Like you're hitting all the points, you know, you're getting your um. I guess like points across your emotions across like everything is just like very well. So I like, really, and like, this is just, like a rough cut. Cause I know you like have a lot of things missing as well, but like, yeah, yeah I like uh, Jamal said, I can really see where you're going with it and mm-hmm. like, cannot wait to see like the closer to the finish cut. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. And, um, you got a favorite scene without mm-hmm. spoiling it. 
Uh, favorite scene. Uh, the scene you mentioned is one of them. All right, the close-ups and the um. Then there's another scene that happens in the um. In a uh, like a, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what to say without spoiling it. <laughs> right. It's, a, it's an office room. Mm-hmm. Okay, where a character explodes on another character. Mm. So. I was, that one yeah, that was, that was really nice. <laughs> Filming it was intense. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll have to. I I wasn't there, but I heard. Yeah. I heard, so. When uh when Tyson comes on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was a moment that was kind of like, and I don't know if you saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, because you may have just been in director mode. Mm-hmm. But there was there was a moment, but uh, we'll wait for Tyson. Yeah, we'll wait for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Side scoop that mm-hmm. um that scene was great um, because watching like your previous films and seeing like how you kind of choreograph, I guess we'll say fight scenes. Um, that's not a fight scene, no, no spoiler. <laughs> um, it's something. But seeing like how you choreograph like fight scenes, how do you how do you come up with that? Like, what do you you know? How do you th- how do you think of that? Uh, I like very like visceral sequences. Like I, of course, I like, can like actual like really like well choreographed fight sequences are always amazing. Mm-hmm. But then, like watching like I don't know like it's like a real brutal like a real bl- brutal display of violence is like probably something. That's like one of the more cinematic things to me. Okay, <laughs> okay, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I like that. It's like, um, like, like a, at a, it's like a certain point where this happens, and you're like, "Oh, that just happened." Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like, <laughs> you should see the evil look on his face as, he, <laughs> as he's explaining this. I like fucking people up. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, just like. I don't know. There's like a director that I like called uh, named uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky. See, and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) he's like like doing an interview with like someone asking him like, why do you have violence? And he's like, I love violence. (laughs) (laughs) I love violence. (laughs) I was kind of like, yeah. It's like, violence is like not something I, you know, I do in my personal life. I don't know because what did you do to Jonathan? Oh my (laughs) god. He I was looking at me funny. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> that bastard was looking at me. <laughs> but I don't know. It was like, I don't know. It was, there's like an art to it if it's yeah. uh, framed. But and, at the same uh, time, like violence handled. everywhere. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. can't really like live life without like some type of violence because it's everywhere. It's human nature. You know, even like, you know, animals fight other ad- other animals as well. It's, I don't know. It's just human instinct. So mm-hmm. it's, we we like watching it whether we like it or not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I take uh, that as seriously as I do the uh, the romance of the film because mm-hmm. that's I feel like the romance in the film is the real heart of the story. If that doesn't work, then like the rest of the film doesn't work. But I feel like it works here really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean, shit. We kind of hit on everything. So. <laughs> um. What are you? What are you? What are you feeling about it? What's your feeling and, and thoughts going forward? I know you got to do ADR. Yeah. So what else? What else did you need to do for uh for completion? Uh, after this part, uh, basically just like working on the color, 
of the film, the the coloring of the film, mm-hmm. and um, you know, basically like making the actual like, because when we're editing it, it's like very gray and dull looking. But yeah. when we uh put the colors on it, it'll look like oh, this looks like a movie now. <laughs> And it's, then, it's movie. It's movie. It's a big movie. <laughs> Hollywood movie. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, do that. And then uh, work on the sound, of course. And then the score. We got a great team on that. And um, work on the, uh, what else, what else, what else? Oh, yes. And the um, the visual effects. Uh, that's probably going to take the longest out of all of them. Because, like, we don't have, like, a huge amount of vfx really but like it's like more than i'm used to for sure because probably just the most visual effects i've ever had now did that work did that make like shooting kind of more challenging um because you're you know you're used to having it there but now you kind of have to play off a green screen and stuff Mm -hmm. i'll say not too much i'm just like you know there's like certain shots you have to do first before you really like get into the shots you want to get really because it's it's like more like oh we gotta like lock this camera off and like get a like a wide to make sure this is in there and um and add uh, some extra time to make sure we got enough to really like add that in mm-hmm. it's just like it's like yeah this takes shots that take more extra time but I want to necessarily say it's more difficult. Maybe I'll probably think different when they're more on a larger scale. Yeah. <laughs> Set, maybe. <laughs> Just greens everywhere. Like, oh, my God. I was like, it's, it's like, it's probably like a certain point where you're not really directing at that point. You're just like, all right, we got to get through this yeah. <laughs> green screen stuff. Your, your eyeballs are just not blinking for yeah. like five <laughs> hours. So you got to get it. You got to get it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah uh, but, yeah, doing that was fun, though. And um, I think people are going to, like, be really impressed by the uh the scenes that we have planned because basically this like because it's said in the near future or uh it's like a realistic kind of future where things are just pretty much decaying mm-hmm. but it's like futuristic enough to the point where it's like okay this is definitely not like within the next year so it's like at least 10 15 years even yeah and then um and uh yeah it's kind of like inspired by like stuff like Blade Runner and like uh, the movie Elysium, uh, the one with uh, you remember uh, Matt Damon? No, <laughs> like nope. No, I, I do. I <laughs> you do. Remember it, you remember it, Jonathan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. movie. And then like stuff like that, just like really like give this vibe of a gritty future that I like. Nice. So after, and I know this is probably a couple months from now, but. What's uh what's the next project that you're that you're starting up after going up? Uh or hold on before you answer that. Mm-hmm. Going when going up is finished, mm-hmm. where do you see it going? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um well I'm gonna premiere it first. I'm gonna try to rent out a local theater. Okay. And like have uh, everybody I worked on the film, like family and friends and, you know, actors come out and watch it with us. And um after that, we're going to, like, try to send it off to film festivals. Okay. See so where it goes. I already have, like, film festivals in mind. Good. But then, like, yeah. And we'll just see how it goes. Local or kind of far? I'll probably just start off small, like, locally, okay. and then, like, expand. Okay. Yeah, I see that. It, you know, starts gaining more traction. And you, we, and we, we can't, listen, we, we didn't even mention 
mm-hmm. that you have won film festivals before, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that should have been in the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> totally dropped the yeah, ball. Totally on that one. missed that one. Yeah, I've won a couple film festivals before. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're looking at them. <laughs> I have credibility. Mm. So, see, people, we're not just talking out of our ass. <laughs> we kind of know what we're doing. We have our person. We, <laughs> we're kind of good at this. Yep. So, you we're just don't. Decent. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> we're decent. Yeah. But um, okay. So film festivals, and then that's done. You put that in the archives. Uh, what's, what's next? What are you going to be, or, or you haven't even thought about that yet? Um, I've had a few ideas. Okay. It's more like, um, cause I want to do something like smaller in scale compared to going up. Mm-hmm. Probably something more chill or like, I feel like I want to do either like a, a horror film, like a slasher type of thing. Okay. I thought nice. you said, I thought you said a whore film. A horror. <laughs> <film>. No. <laughs> horror. <laughs> Horror film, like a slasher type thing, yeah. Okay. Or like a simple, like kind of like slice of life kind of movie, where it's kind of like I don't know, it's like chilled out, and not like anything really flashy. Yeah. It's like like coming of age type thing, or yeah, or? Uh, yeah something like that. Okay. It's like something where like people are just talking <laughs> in a room. Yeah. <laughs> I I fuck with that because mm-hmm. um, I know like when you when you sent going up that like. My mind was like, oh, shit, I got to now I got to get back on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I kind of have like some ideas, too, of like just people talking. Mm-hmm. Um, it started out as just like a dinner conversation. And now it's kind of expanded to something else. Yeah. It's still a conversation, but it's not a dinner conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. So I, I like that yeah. idea. I'm like, uh, probably not from you. Probably not familiar with him, but uh, you ever seen uh, you know, any uh, filmed by Jim Jarmusch? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that look, if you guys can see that look, we're gonna have to keep a counter of like every time Alex yeah. says somebody and I don't know it, and it's just I gonna, didn't know it either. Yeah, so we're gonna I'm be, sure. I'm sure somebody knows. <laughs> somebody's gonna know. Yeah. listening to this, but um. <laughs> He usually, uh, he's the, I got a few of his films, but uh, basically he's the kind of filmmaker that's like, has a really chill vibe to his movies. And it's just like, it'll just be like people, like a really locked off shot of like uh, people talking for an extended period of time. And it's like, and it's still like really thrilling somehow. (laughs) It's like listening to like these interesting conversations Conversations, between people. So his movie, his uh, and it, it's always yeah. like a eccentric characters. So it's always fun. They're always fun to watch. I got a couple of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. I there's something about like a basic conversation that you you know you shouldn't be listening to, mm-hmm. but it's hard to like to, uh, to tune it out. Mm-hmm. And so I think like I don't know who the the gentleman is, but yep. I'm that's kind of like the vibe that I'm picking up of it. It's like a car. It's like a car crash. But it's but it's just talking. It's like, oh, I shouldn't be listening to you talking about your drug problem. But you're on heroin. Right. <laughs> and I'm kind of like intrigued. I want you to get help. <laughs> and I hope you're not crazy. So, yeah, I, I, I like that. One film I'd probably like recommend is by him is a movie called Patterson. 
It stars uh, Adam Driver as a bus driver. Hmm. <laughs> it was probably like his best performance. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Patterson. So I think it's on Amazon Prime still. So check that out. I'm going to have to add that to the list. (laughs) Definitely going to add that to the list. Mm -hmm. Um, Jonathan, you got any, any projects you're working on or any ideas that you want to see come to fruition? Couple, a couple of things on the work. Just got to like write it out is all. Is, is that like, that's gotta be the hardest part, right? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Alec? Writing writing it out is always like the hardest part, like from getting it from concept or idea to writing it out. Ah, uh, yeah. Usually yeah. writing it, I always get, like, hung up on dialogue bits. I'm like, yeah. oh, then that, that always, like, gets me, gets my, uh, gets me uh, all <laughs> twisted up. Yeah, inside. Like that but, yeah. first hump. I don't know. Like, in the filmmaker world, like, that's that first hump for me. Like, mm-hmm. getting it written is, like. Like, I can do, like, an outline for right. sure. Mm-hmm. Then I actually doing this screenplay, we get, okay, I would get the point A to D. Yeah. It's like always usually difficult so yeah right Mm -hmm. so before writing going up right was it tough writing and we can we can go into writing into another episode but Mm -hmm. just like briefly was it like tough to go from like not writing something to now it's like trying to write a a script um again that was like yeah because i've always like uh struggled with what I, because I knew I wanted to do like a sci-fi type film. I love sci-fi films, but um, because it's because uh, going up started off as something completely different than like after you know everything that happened in twenty twenty, being like frustrated with a lot of a lot of things that happened that year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like it kind of became what the film is now. It's, it's pretty much like. Pretty much everything I've been angry with <laughs> in one movie. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's writing it. Writing it early on was difficult, but then like after that inspiration, I'm kind of like, okay, this is easier. This is always, yeah, like I said before, it's always the dialogue. It just like gets me like, uh, ugh, I can't get through this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Just speak. Cause like, yeah. Cause like, uh, cause I feel like sounds like the writing dialogue would be easy, but it's not. Cause like, it's like, there's certain ways like, uh, people don't talk like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, or just like, oh, this, a, that's a corny line or something like that. It's just like, I don't know, you just gotta write it. You just gotta write it and then it's like after you write it, you just gotta like, okay, what can I go back on mm-hmm. fix instead of just like dwelling. Yeah. Right. I'm like, Ugh, he it, this sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like vomit. Yeah. Vomit draft <laughs> before the first draft. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I man, I I I definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. I try to tell myself uh that like starting July I would at least try to write something every day. Right. Where like, it doesn't have to be like a full on script or whatever. Yeah. But if it's just like character development, um, this happens here, dialogue, just little ideas, little things to just always try to keep me like, okay. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully once I have enough, I just can piece it all kind of together and just then, you know, smoothly. Are you sleeping? What's going on over there? No, why? I mean, I don't know. You weren't moving. 
Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so I was just tuned listening. into you. Yeah, because he was. It was weird because he was just staring at me, but he wasn't moving. And then I'm just, I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, I don't. Is he awake? <laughs> I was like, Am I putting him to sleep? I was paying attention. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was listening. I was listening attentively. I don't know. I heard snoring. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So. Yeah, man. I'm excited to see the finished product. Oh, actually, that that reminds us, or yeah. reminds me. Um, with Going Up, we're shooting a documentary on it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You guys were there. So we're going to have to sit down and hash out your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and uh, Pick start, your brain a little yeah, bit. Yeah, start putting that together. Definitely, yeah. That's, that's going to be fun, yeah, because we got a... Um, Got the documentary, then like Joey Martinez, the uh, the onset photographer, making a uh, a booklet out of all. That's what are you looking at? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we got him making a uh, a booklet of everything that uh, of all the pictures he took on set, and uh, he'll have like the script in there. He's a he's a very talented uh, photographer. Yeah, he's uh, Josh's brother. Yeah, Josh Joshua Martinez, our uh, cinematographer, mm-hmm. and they uh, they they're a good camera using duo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently. Uh, <laughs> real quick, can you just name down like the the crew and like their their parts in it? Oh yeah, sure. We got our producers, uh, Latoya Hawkins and uh, George Almanza, producing from behind the scenes. Then we got uh, our cinematographer, Josh Martinez, always does great great work. And then uh, we have Joey Martinez doing the behind-the-scenes photography. And uh, we have, of course, you guys, Jamal and Jonathan, doing the uh, the videography on set. And uh, so you'll soon see a documentary made by you guys there. And uh, we have Gabby Penna doing the uh, costume design. She did an amazing job on that. Um, Martha Haynes doing the uh, makeup. An absolutely phenomenal job. Once you guys see the film, you'll see what I mean when I say the makeup looks incredible. And we have uh, Nick Lovato, Jessica Chu, and Emerald Tanaka doing the post-production sound. And we have uh, Bill Snyder III doing the composition of the music. And And he's already made some music for the film already, and it sounds absolutely great. And I can't wait to to work on the rest of it. And we have our uh, storyboard and concept artist, uh, Marcus Lopez and Vanessa Vargas. And uh, we have uh, Preston doing the sound. And yeah, Preston Pigney. And yeah, and Chauncey Tyrell also did sound too. So yeah, pretty much everybody. Nice, solid crew there, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah. yeah, man, we're excited to to see it happen. Uh, you know, we're we're. I was glad to be a part of it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I think I think we've put together a really good first episode here. Yeah, definitely. So, I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, with the next episode, obviously, with it being number two. Yep. What are we talking about? Sequels, duh. Number two. You'd be stupid if you didn't. If you didn't think that film. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about some of the best sequels, uh, some of our favorites, 
Just name off some sequels. Back to the Future 2. Uh, Toy Story 2. There you go. <laughs> um, Shrek 2. <laughs> Shrek the third. Fast Fast and the Furious 2. <laughs> uh, yeah. We got a whole bunch of sequels. A whole bunch have been made, and we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about our favorites. We're going to talk about uh, can a sequel be better than the first film? Because mm. a lot of people think maybe not. Some people say, I raise you, Godfather 2. And then some people say, well, shut up. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to jump into some other stuff and just have fun. And you're going to hear us a lot more. So, ladies and gentlemen, the very first edition, maybe the pilot. What are we calling it? The pilot? Mm-hmm. Pilot to the moon. Oh, I don't know. going up. Alec didn't move. I don't know if he liked Alec. He just sat there. I let it pass. He, he passes. Said, he said that shit was whack. He <laughs> let it live. As soon as we get off, he's like, that shit was whack. <laughs> Man. Like, I told y'all that shit was whack. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, cinema to you. We love you. Mm-hmm. We hate you. We disagree. We scratch our heads. Mm-hmm. But. In the end, it's all love. All love. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. See you guys next time. Bye. Peace. Roll credits.